0: Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7 verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization and they had a new member and I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings and it turned out that that person was really really nice and I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or, or something else which made them seem aloof, but they were nice and they befriended other people in the organization and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge and it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally and when i apply these things to my life sometimes i'll think now do i want god to judge me that way do i want other people to judge me that way and so i reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages i'm reading and it feels much more personal to me and i realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. This first half of the podcast is called Can't See the Forest for the Trees, Christian. I'm sharing these posts from a blog I felt led to create called Types of Christians. You can find that at https://typesofchristians.blogspot.com. Blogspot, These are shared as examples of how I've related particular passages to my life and they're just examples so that you could hear them or read them depending on if you looked at the blog and and know that the bible isn't antiquated that you can relate these things to your life at times that make it you're reading the bible much more personal um the passage under can't see the forest for the trees is but he turned and said unto peter get thee behind me satan Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. That's from Matthew 16, verse 23. Sometimes I can't see the forest for the trees, Christian. Letting worldly things interfere and doing what God calls me to do. In the verses prior to this, Jesus has just told Peter how he's going to suffer many things, be crucified and raised again on the third day. But Peter couldn't see the forest for the trees. To rebuke Jesus and told him that this shouldn't happen to Jesus. The thing is, Jesus always sees the big picture. He knew that if he didn't die and rise again, we simple human beings would have no hope for salvation. Otherwise, sometimes I get where I can't see the forest for the trees as well. There are times where I hear God's gentle tugging at my heart, but minimize it and go on to do other things that I determine are much more important. God always sees the big picture, so that thing I may have minimized may have been exactly what God needed me to do to bring about the outcome he desired here's a very simplistic example I felt a tugging on my heart to sort through my clothes to donate them and put it off determining that I should clean my house instead in this example someone who may have needed a particular garment I would have donated wouldn't have had it fortunately for me Jesus doesn't say Debbie wants to take care of her overeating, but I've got much more important things to do first, so I'll leave it until later. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Matthew 16, verse 23. Again, since this is an example of the positive influence that God has made on my face walk with Christ, this may not reflect the whole meaning of the Bible verses. The next portion is called Reluctant Christian, the passage. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. That's from Matthew 21, verses 28 through 29. I find that I'm all too often a reluctant Christian. I feel God tugging on my heart about one matter or another. Do I say that I'm only too happy to do whatever is requested of me? Rarely. Usually more often than not, I give 20 bazillion excuses why this isn't a good time, someone else is better suited to doing whatever it is that I am. Eventually, I realize that when God calls, I should respond. The sad part is that I do it with a reluctant attitude. I don't say, here I am, Lord, ready to do your will. I usually go kicking and screaming all with all my excuses before I finally relinquish my worldly human views and I'm open to doing God's bidding. Unfortunately, by the time I get around to being open, sometimes the opportunities pass me by. How can God love such a simple human being as me? It defies all logic, but he does. In fact, he loves me so much as simple as I am that he gave his only begotten son Jesus to die on the cross and rise again to save me from my simple ways and all my many vices such as being reluctant, overeating, impatient, etc. The list could go on. I'm very fortunate that when I asked Christ to take care of my food, my life, my stress, he didn't say that he's too busy. There's someone better qualified for the job. He blessed me with this gift and you would Think I would be more willing to do his will when he asked. Fortunately, he has a very forgiving nature. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. Matthew 21, verses 28 through 29. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.